Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. Uh, So glad to have you here with us today. Um, Today is Free Readings Tuesday, so I invite you to call in to 888-298-5569. That is 888-298-5569, and I'm just happy to answer your questions about spiritual stuff, stuff, psychic stuff, anything that's on your mind, especially, I love it also when people are like, this weird thing happened to me. Is this a psychic, spiritual, synchronistic thing? I'm like, yeah, tell us about it. We like to share and see what's going on for people. Today, we're talking about the mystic feels. The mystic allows emotions to ebb and flow freely in profound joy and compassion for the human experience and for their own experience as a human. And I want to talk about this because it's really important. So often we get into spiritual practice, which I hope you guys have something cobbled together, whatever it is, whatever it is that's working for you as a way of connecting, whether it's meditation or going to uh, prayer or being in a support group or running or going out into nature or dreaming, like whatever, reading, whatever your best spiritual practice is. Um, We want to keep that going. We want to create direct connection with the divine as much and as often as we're able so that our lives become spiritual practice, so that when we're doing the dishes, it's spiritual practice. When we're working at our jobs, when we're in traffic, when we're shopping, whatever it is that we're doing in our day-to-day has this flavor of understanding, like I am a soul, and I am connected to everything, and I can instantly connect to divine source whenever needed. Like it's, it's not separate. I'm not separate. I'm not separate from it. So the tricky part comes when we get really into this. um, You guys have heard this term spiritual bypass and spiritual bypass is all about having this sort of positive attitude or this spiritual view on all things kind of going all the way over to the extreme where we're unable to feel our human selves now or or we're always putting everything into spiritual perspective but we're bypassing the part of us that feels crummy or feels cranky or feels disappointed, or feels angry, or feels disillusioned, or feels detached, um, or feels really, really, really sad. Because we all know, everybody out there listening has had tremendously rough things in their lives, myself included. I know that everyone 
but you know it's it's like this is part of what the human the human um baggage is like we're gonna have great stuff happen we're gonna wanna work toward our our goals and have things happen that we enjoy but along the way we're gonna have tremendously rough things happen and so what happens like how do we put a spiritual perspective on things like you know say you lost your job or say someone you love died or say you um, discovered that your ex is just just a monster or say you discovered that a person you trusted has betrayed you or say you found out you were ill or um, say your finances all fell apart or a big dream that you wanted just isn't going to happen or just like on and on and on and these are just like the iceberg of the the tip of the iceberg of the kinds of scenarios that we could have in our personal lives not even in the big group collective that we've all been going through so how do we keep this idea of i'm a soul in human body having human experience keep on putting that part of ourselves into perspective and yet not doing a spiritual bypass. Oh, I'm a soul. So this is just one of my lifetimes. So the fact that I've had this fantastic grief or fantastic betrayal or fantastic anger or fantastic pain or fantastic disappointment, you know, it's fine. I'm just a soul, you know, better luck in the next life. Um, no, part of the situation here is that we're invited to be human and we're invited to feel, to feel and process and recognize and allow everything that comes up when we have situations that are uncomfortable or really hard. And I, I would also say we're also invited to feel and be vulnerable and be open when beautiful things happen. And so we don't want to create our spirituality as a place we hide out in or as a place we use as a shield for what life brings. Life is going to bring you everything. Um, uh, the, there's a beautiful book that I have read for a long time. There's two books by the same author. I don't remember the name, but one is um, uh, the the, it's something like the the heart can be opened anywhere on earth and so this idea of the heart opening in joy the heart opening in pain and this is part of what we're always dealing with as humans there is no stopping the change and the good stuff and the bad stuff and the, these waves of up and down there's no stopping this in a human lifetime if you've been going on with a super successful run for a while, um, chances are good that, that a different part of the wave is going to come. Uh, chances are good. And so opening yourself to being with what is instead of trying to block it with your spiritual shield or your spiritual bypass or your, you know, like, like I feel terrible. I'm just going to go meditate. Of course, you're going to feel better after you meditate. But the bigger idea is to go in and meditate on how you feel. I feel awful. I feel betrayed. I feel sad. I feel disappointed. 
and then go to the root of that. Just sit with that and allow it to release instead of blocking it by more affirmations or more bypassing or more meditation or more running or whatever it is to do you do to make yourself feel better. Sit with the feeling, the good feelings, the bad feelings. Allow the feelings to be there and to be acknowledged. And what this does is it puts you more easily in, in flow state so that you're no longer, um, you're no longer sort of tethered by all these feelings, unrecognized, hidden, not acknowledged. You're no longer tethered by that. You're just always in this flow state. You're always in this cleared out, released. I, I feel it. I recognize it. I allow it. I release it. Um, and then you're always just in this more clear state so that things can happen more smoothly for you. So I wanted to ask you, let's see, uh, for fall, for housekeeping, we have two things. We have the September Divine Astrology Forecast is out now. Go to sarahwiseman.com and you can read and watch the video for the September forecast for 2022. Best way to keep getting that is either sign up or... You can also go to my podcast on uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel, and sign up for it there. Subscribe there. That way you're not going to miss it if it comes around and you're not on the, the list to get a notification about it. Next thing also is Intuition University fall sessions. Uh, like basically uh, in one or two days, registration is closed. If you've always wanted to work with me uh, private or privately or in a small group, please get signed up. We do tremendous, uh, deep, deep, deep work in spiritual intuition, and we have a full training program. All right, let's go to the phones now, and we have some patient people. We've got first Peggy from Seattle. Peggy, welcome to the program. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Yes, thank you. What can I help you out with today, or what's going on for, with you? Well, first I want to say thank you for the work that you do. Uh, a group of friends and I are working through your Aquarian Project course together. Nice. And it's, it's wonderful to share it because we all come with different perspectives. So thank you for that. Ah, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, those are also, the, they're kind of like little um, cones. When I read them, like there's a lot of ways of interpreting. So that sounds like a good plan to work in a group with that. It's great. Absolutely. We all seem to come at them from a different direction. So that's always <laughs> fun. Um, so I haven't called in before. I'm not sure if my question should be specifically about spirituality or if it's okay to ask personal questions about things going on for me. <laughs> you just ask whatever you want. It's fine. Okay. So I have three big things happening. Um, the first one has to do with um, a potential move next year, and I'm wondering if you can tell me if you see anything related to that. Okay, and keep going with the next two. Just give me all of them at once, because sometimes oh, okay. they interrate. I'm having some health issues. Um, I think I'm on the right path with dealing with these. Um, I'd like to know if you have any insight into that. And then the last one has to do with finding a life partner. It, mm. it's, um, it's, a, it's a big one. Maybe that's why I left it to last. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm just not sure of a direction. I mean, I'm kind of doing the dating sites i'm finding them difficult and just kind of open to hopefully meeting someone so um That's thank it. you yeah 
Um, where are you thinking of moving? Just curiously. Well, that's a good question. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm actually planning to follow my daughter and her husband where they decide to go, and they have five different places they're okay. thinking of. Most okay. of them are in in Washington. One is in Oregon. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so interestingly, so I'm not a fan of the dating sites at all. Um, people just put their like their brand <laughs> on the dating sites. They don't put who they really are. And I know it's uh, horrible. Yeah, I would just I would delete all of those. Um, not for most people, I would recommend that. But for you specifically, like there's nothing there for you. There's not going to be a person there for you. And um, okay. I would I would put the dating the dating or the partner's part seems to be later, like next year. And it's interesting because the move and the partner seem to be kind of going together in terms of timing. What's really okay. coming up is the the health issues as an opportunity to work through all of your past wounding, misbeliefs, conditioning, to do just a total feng shui of you from birth till now. <laughs> Everything that happened that hasn't been worked through and sifted through one more time, this is what's required during this time. And okay. once you alleviate, like there's stuff in there, like you don't even know it's there still. Like there's stuff in there from the deep past that needs to be sifted through again. So this okay. period of time, this next year is best case would be to work through that stuff. You don't have so you to have, do it. You have a course that, that works with um, that? Yeah, I do have a course. Um, What's it called? I think it's called the self-love project. That would okay. be really good. And it's all about, you just sift through every belief you have and you're like, where did this even come from? Is this even, mm -hmm. is this real? Is this true? But, but you've done this a couple times, but you're going to do it again. And okay. <laughs> then in terms of the move, I would not necessarily go to where your daughter is. I would go near, but I would not group my life around what they're doing because it feels like they're going to move several times. And so being proximate is enough. Um, but you have a very big um, adventure ahead for yourself and you're not necessarily going to want to be tied to where they're going because you may want to go other places with this partner that's arriving next year. So, um, so let me just recap it. So ditch the dating apps. Don't put any attention on the partner for a little while. Um, discover once again, sift through your past and just, you know, clear it, just clear all this old stuff. And then next year, you'll know you'll have a better, more clarity on like who you are and what you want to do, but don't attach too much to what your daughter's doing. You can be proximate, but you don't have to be in the same exact town. So Peggy, okay, start thanks. with that and uh, we'll see how things go for you. But uh, it's, it's a really good time. It's a time of totally shedding skins and discovering your true, your true self now, which is not really connected to 
a lot of stuff from the past. So thanks for calling in. Thank you. I appreciate thank, your time. Thank you so much, Sarah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Let's go with, I think it's Isaac or Isaac of New Jersey. Yes. Hi. Hi. What can I help you out with? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. And it's amazing how miracles work. And uh, it's the same, same thing that Peggy asked. So <laughs> uh, I was pretty taken aback by the nature of her questions. So what do you see for me in terms of uh, divine life partner? Yeah, your, your situation is a little different. Um, and I'm going to make your call kind of short because it's hard to hear you. But um, I, I, will, I will change mode and it will be better for you. Oh, Can you hear me better, better now? Yeah, yeah. So um, for you, Thank you, for you, it feels like you're um, you're pretty is- isolated and you're pretty internal, and mm. there is a need to almost. It almost feels like you have a low level of, um, not clinically, but like you're a little depressed or you're feeling a little separate. Um, so you're going to need to get out into more community that is not the people you know already, but you're going to need to like lift yourself up to be more excited about life and to uh, be less isolated. And this may be challenging for you, but that's the thing to like become more engaged with the possibilities of life as opposed to now, it feels like you're you're kind of hunkered down and um, kind of sad. You're kind of sad. So working to lift that up. And maybe it would be good to work with a counselor around some of this past sadness. Um, because, again, it's like this need to lift vibration, which you can totally do it. But just recognizing like, oh, I feel separate. I feel sad. Uh I, I'm not sure in what fact, I want. In fact, in fact, I've moved out of this phase. You are correct. There was immense sadness, but over the past few years, I am not sad or depressed as as I think I am not. And I'm a very outgoing person. I may be sounding sad now. I was in an introspective mode, but now I'm very optimistic about the future. And I do go out, I sing, I dance, um, very open to new places, I travel. So if you see anything um, in the future, any advice you would love to give me, I will really welcome that. Yeah, I still think that um, even though you have made uh, improvements or you're feeling better, there's more to be looked at. So just see what comes up. It might even bring up anger, like, oh, I thought I was done with that. But what I'm seeing is that there's more. Anyway, thank you for calling. I need to take the next caller, but uh, just keep keep working on your process, and it, it will sort itself out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a great yeah. day. Thank you. Sarah. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes it takes a while to... Like we do the first part, then there's more. We do the next part, there's more. It's a life journey. Let's go with Laura from California. Laura, welcome. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call, and um, sure. it's neat to hear your radio show, actually. Um, I'm, I'm calling you because I have a son who I've just been totally estranged from for two years. I have two other kids that were super close, and I just have one son who's really just so far away and angry, and I just would love some insight. Yeah. How old is he? He's 30. What's he angry about? He has a feeling that he was treated differently in his childhood. Mm -hmm. Which the, you know, I mean, most people who know us and and the other two kids don't see it. But Mm -hmm. he just feels that he, as the middle child, was not somehow treated fairly. He's he's angry mostly with me, sometimes with my husband, but mostly with me. It's mostly directed at me. So I think the thing that I'm receiving for this is he's, if you, if you laid everything out on the table, like your view, the sibling view, your husband view, his view, he's got a view that's askewed a bit. However, like if you put it all in balance, his view is not quite in reality. However, that doesn't mean it's not real for him. And so the pieces that would be most appropriate would be to respect how he feels instead of trying to discount it. And if the main aspect is with you to not to not go into this like my husband and I or the rest of the family, this is you're in his relationship, like take them out of the equation. You, the two of you engage without like, it feels like he also feels like he's, he's so the black sheep that Mm. any kind of thing like, oh, my husband and I, or your siblings and I, it's like, no, I'm, I'm out of the group. Nobody understands me. So this is about engaging with him where he is. Even if you don't believe that what he says is true, he believes it. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so like, and, and what if, you know, the black sheep often has some really, really interesting ways of looking at a family dynamic that the rest of the family is missing. And the black sheep usually has some clear seeing that the rest of the family doesn't see. So taking him more seriously, like, okay, we've had all this argument. I would love to really like, I would love to hear what you feel and I am fully present. I'm not going to tell you it wasn't that way. I'm not going to tell you your reality isn't real. Let's get down to it. And this might be difficult because you've, you've also kind of been using your husband and the others as a shield to avoid engaging with him because he's not actually that pleasant at this point in his life. Um, but it's worth reaching out. It's worth still trying. Um, it's worth still trying. And if you were able to work with a counselor between you, that would be ideal just to have that third neutral party. But if not, um, does does that make sense about respecting what he's saying rather than yeah. trying to just discount yeah. it? 
not just not just feeding it. I think that's true. You said we did try to have. I tried to get him to engage in counseling with me. Um, the the feeling I think that we, I mean I would love to connect with him and get together with him and talk with him and listen to him, but he won't do it. Yeah, he's not. He won't. We, communicate you have to. Yeah, you're going to have to send a lot of olive branches like, um, I believe you, I'm willing to listen, I'm willing to let go of my perspective and hear your perspective. I know you have a lot to say. And again, he's kind of wrong, but also there's a lot of truth he's got that actually, if you were to listen to his view, would kind of open you up to some things that maybe um, haven't been uh, shown I think there's something like the dynamic in your family is something like this classic, um, you know, where everybody takes a role. One person's the black sheep, one person's the, I don't even remember, like the helper, per, you know, I think, I think looking into some of that will help you understand what he needs better, but don't give up, keep working on it. Things have a lot of ways of settling in the, in the thirties and beyond. So he would like to yeah. connect. It's just he needs to be respected, even if he doesn't feel like he is on the right track right now. He needs to be heard without um, without yeah. thinking he's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Laura, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep. Yeah, estrangement is hard, especially nowadays where um, like ghosting on social media is such an easy thing to do and uh, – we can't deal with the pain, so we just ghost. This is more in the sun's aspect. And then what do you do? You can't make contact. You can't connect. Um, and sometimes people need to go no contact. But in this case, I think that there was something a little bit else going on too. Um, everybody reminding you, September Divine Astrology is on the website, and it's also on the YouTube channel. So go to sarahwiseman.com. And you can uh, subscribe to the YouTube and uh, or look on the website. It's all there. And reminding for those those last minute people that are like, I wanted to do the group study this fall. When are the signups? It's like, yeah, we've been sending out some emails on that. So, um, you know, <laughs> there's still time, but there's only like a day or two more. So uh, spiritual psychic fall. 2022 is waiting for you if you want to join me and study directly with me hey everybody thanks for listening and um, we're going to take a break next week uh, but we will be back after that and uh, thanks for listening to the mystic school with sarah wiseman Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.
Are you ready to expand your psychic gifts? Did you know that Sarah Wiseman offers dozens of low-cost courses in psychic development, soul growth, guides and angels, mediumship, channeling, karmic healing, past lives, and more? These premium online courses are self-study, so you can work on your own schedule. Sign up for Sarah's courses now at sarahwiseman.com. 